This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. All right, we got it. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's get in on this. This is a great episode. This is. We, I, you're right. We could stare at a wall all day, just stupefied <laughs> by know, Trump supporters, or we could move on. We can move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome, cats. This is a. Uh, this is a. Uh, welcome to the vertical watering hole. We're here. Yeah, we're here at Stargate SG Fun, a comfort podcast. My name is Sarah, and I have never seen the movie that this show is based on stargate sg1 but i vaguely remember watching the show a lot but remember very little about it mm, mm. yeah and, and i'm tori and uh, uh always a big fan of the movie but had never seen the show for some reason so uh sarah and i decided to uh comfort binge watch this during the pandemic and the podcast is the, the it was the eventual result of, of that decision mm-hmm so, we're gonna so do we it. are going to watch it. Feel free to watch it with us. Feel free to just not watch it, but listen along with us. And uh, we'll let you know if we're comforted or not. Hopefully yeah. you'll feel comforted by the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even if it's by our discomfort. I don't know. What am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's, Sarah's flashing back to our old podcast. Yeah. <laughs> our yeah. other comfort podcast. Yes. Yes. The one that's about my anxiety. Sorry. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, so for today, we are doing season one, episode 13, entitled Hathor. I thought it might be Hathor based on some of the other pronunciations of Egyptian deities, but I Googled it. That's I did research. I Googled pronunciation. It is Hathor. Okay. That's what Google says. So like, like Egyptians back in the day were just like, were like Hathor. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they, some of them had flat A's. I I had to. (laughs) Going to the temple to worship Hathor. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. We got to, we got to give her flowers. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to get inebriated tonight. So we want a blessing. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, get down. Oh, yeah. 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 Down, chicka, down. This, the show, this episode is directed by Brad Turner. Um, we've, uh, previously in the season, he did, uh, Thor's hammer episode. Oh, he's really into the gods one. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's definitely one, one of the more, uh, mythos building directors, okay. which I, I appreciate. Oh, oh shit. What, what is that? What's that sound? Oh no. Oh, fuck me. You know what God. that is? No, I'm not ready. I feel so tense. And it seems so artificial. Look, hey, look, you know, this 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 is happening. We got we got twenty-four seconds. You have twenty-four seconds to uh uh summarize this episode before the entire uh zoom mountain falls to the ground. Oh my god. <laughs> Everyone listening, like your lives are all in my fucking hands. Okay. All right, and go. They uncover, oh my God, I wasn't ready, but Daniel Jackson ruins the day again. 
and Sam Carter saves the day again. And they, they really try to be like, this one's for the ladies. And um, I'm so sorry, this is a bad summary. <laughs> they don't quite oh win. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm going to say we did not survive that. Podcast is over. <laughs> we're all dead. We're, we're all dead. We're, uh, Tori and I are only able to speak to you because we got into Hathor's sarcophagus and it healed us and brought us back to life. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, uh, let's 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 tell let's tell the viewers about Hathor. They're dying to know. They've never yeah. seen the show, and if they have, the good, they're they're probably not listening. Also, well, the good thing <laughs> that's true. The good thing though about my summary, my summation is that i haven't spoiled i haven't spoiled the rest of the episode by giving anyone the plot that's true the audience (laughs) yeah yeah the listeners are like oh yeah yeah daniel yeah fucks up again okay sure let's see how he does let's get into the specifics of his (laughs) fuck-ups i just watched so i had watched this episode a couple months ago when i was binging and then i was like i don't want to do this but anymore so i quit binging but i just watched it two and a half times today and it was the second time i was like wait if daniel hadn't done one dumb thing this would have all been fine oh i know what you're talking about yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll get there um well yeah well so uh yeah so we start we're in mexico at a at a pyramid talking shit about the mexican government Oh yeah, yeah. The archae- like, like the three American archaeologists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they roll into like this new part of the pyramid that the Mexican government kept them away from, and that's probably a stab at like like the then current state of affairs in like Egypt, which like I remember oh. that that was like a thing. It, in I mean, it's it's still a thing. Well, yeah, because those are really my aunt has had access to do some tours of some of those sites, um, take people on spiritual tours. And like those are some fragile, crumbly places. Right. And um, it's a bit criminal if you think about it, that wealthy, well-to-do Americans get to go tour those sites that Egyptians don't. Right. Oh, right. No, exactly. So I just think I think that's the show for taking a stab. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, besides look what these jackasses unleash well yeah well so the the, the they're du- really bad at their job sorry tori i just they're really bad at their job because they discover this sarcophagus and they're like holy moly this seems this these are egyptian hieroglyphics and it is hella dusty in there and they're brushing it off with their paintbrushes they, they do they do name drop daniel He's like, they Daniel do. Jackson had a theory and was laughed out of the, the, the community, which is, you know, yeah, true. And then yeah. they're like, well, maybe he had something going on. And then one of them with his bare hands at a brand new site, what I think what they would have done is all gotten out of there. They would have gotten all their equipment that they need, like to put pins everywhere. They would have left it undis- as undisturbed as possible. And they would have scientifically gone about brushing, brushing it off yes. painstakingly inch by inch. But instead that guy just finds a big red turny thing. And yeah. It's like, what happens if I open this? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, as you, you do, me? as you do. Yeah. And, as uh, you do hope you've got a PhD in archaeology. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he 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 turns it and the sarcophagus opens. A beautiful woman emerges from yeah, a from beautiful the... Irish woman, yeah. perhaps <laughs> no, perhaps Viking in heritage, emerges in a Princess Leia costume. She's looking good for however long she was in there, 
And uh, she immediately asks where Ra is in the bass heavy Gua'uld voice. And is like, y- you, where, where's Ra? You are not Gua'uld. And then just. They're like, what? Like the last thing these humans <laughs> ever feel or think is, what? What's that? <laughs> and yeah. then she obliterates them. Yeah, she has one of the hand missile thingies and. uh yeah, and that's and that's the end of them. And then we we cut straight to the the base, where the sarcophagus is now magically sitting right next to the gate. And and Daniel's like, yeah, yeah, they, you know, the the, the rest of the team, uh, those they they cru- they died very cruelly. I think is how he puts it. But the rest brutally, brutally, brutally. And and so the and then he's like, yeah, the rest of the team, they knew my name. And so they they found me and sent 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 this huge thing. Okay. At- I have so many questions. Why is it in that room? Why don't, can't they just build a warehouse set? Why can't they just shoot in a warehouse for one day? How expensive could that be? Why are they <laughs> able to find Daniel Jackson if he's part of some top secret thing? They do everything. How did they, how did they get it down the stairs? <laughs> they do everything in that room. They, 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 they do, they do gate stuff. They do sarcophagus stuff. They, they do, do butt do stuff in there. Butt stuff, military funerals, uh, lunch buffets. <laughs> Everything. Everyone's whenever there's an office birthday party, Andy goes out and gets a cake and says, sends out an email and says there's cake by the iris. There's, yeah, there's cake next to the vertical watering hole. Um, yeah. So they're discussing this stuff. Person comes and is like, uh, Hammond, General Hammond, sir, a woman showed up at the at the outside outside the base. No, no, no. So this is oh. the thing. They are heavy handedly trying to make this one for the ladies. So they're like, someone's been arrested. Mm. And then general Hammond very heavily says, we'll have the police handle him, him. He hits the him so hard. You're right. No, yeah. it's a lady. Oh my God. And they're like, oh, it's a lady. Not only is it uh, one of the rare ladies, it's also, she knows about the Stargate. Yeah. And so, yeah. So they're like, all right, well, so they, they bring her into the base. Unfrisked. We find out later, just wearing a weird trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Unfrisked for any creep show body horror devices. Yeah. And Hammond, Daniel and O'Neill, they go visit her in the room, the cell, which it looks no different than Teal'c's room. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is Teal'c's room. Like Teal'c is probably getting really frustrated. Like every time we ha- hold someone, <laughs> we arrest somebody here on the mountain. It is really annoying that I have to go like put my candles in my candle caddy. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. like to be able to leave my candles the out. Room closet. I don't think it's too much to ask. Well, yeah. Well, and she comes right out with it. She's like, "I'm Hathor. Why are you not kneeling before me?" Yeah pretty sweet yeah yeah uh and and daniel's like oh yeah i know that name uh the goddess of fertility inebri okay i need i need help with the how to say this inebriety inebriety inebriation he says like inebriety i-n-e-b-r-i-e-t-y like how do you say that fucking ass is that even a word i don't know his papers are probably a nightmare of like linguistic gymnastics that academics like to write (laughs) instead of just like writing straightforward sentences he thought they he thought they kicked him out because of his wild flung alien pyramid theories no he just he makes up weird words they're like we all write weird and like as densely and hard to read as possible but we all think you're a little much so so he's like she's the goddess of fertility inebriety and music basically she's basically like 
Lady Bacchus. It's like yeah. a Bacchanalian, right? Fucking and partying. And Neil's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? And Daniel, uh, he has this great <laughs> delivery. He's like, he's like, in a manner of speaking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, okay. So now we come to the decision that yes. affects this entire episode. What is that? Must I be bound in this manner or whatever the hell she says? Because she's handcuffed because she's bitch under arrest. And then Daniel is like, they they make a big show. And I think this is again about the heavy handed. This one's for the ladies is that we're showing how men don't take women seriously, even as criminals or dangerous uh, people. Okay. They're like, is this really necessary? I mean, she's so like the under, like the between the lines is she's so pretty and little like and white. And so like, why don't we uncuff her even though she sounds like a crazy lady that could be like, although to be fair, I will say like the majority of mentally ill people aren't dangerous. I feel like this one seems dangerous. Mm. It's the and, coat. It's all about the coat. <laughs> yeah. And so because of Daniel, they uncuff her and because they uncuff her, she gets to blow on everyone's hands, blowing her nasty purple tomb breath, <laughs> which is apparently very intense. And apparently nobody can see. Yeah, yeah. I think it's invisible. It's only seeable to the audience. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Daniel goes over, does does this thing. And she's, and she's like, your efforts will not go unrewarded. And yeah. like, and it looks, and it looks like she's going to kiss his hand, but she doesn't. She just like brings it up. And like, did they not think that that was also weird? Like, I come know. on, guys. Do they, and then, fuck, and then this gets the whole ball rolling. Because now Daniel's under her spell and convinces General Daddy to get his hand kissed as well. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. This is, <laughs> is so, so dumb. dumb. <laughs> She's like, Can, may I kiss your hand to give you fertility blessings? And he's like, fuck no. I'm going to leave yeah, now. No, I don't no. Like, you're not touching me. I don't know where you've been. And I don't want fertility. I am old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then who, who changes his mind? Daniel. Daniel, because he's like, it might help me with to play into her delusions. Right, but he says it like right in front of her. And you can't like call a delusional person delusional and then say you're going to play into their delusions. Yeah. Because they don't trust you. They just heard you call them delusional. Except I guess because she's not delusional, it works. I'm just saying Daniel sucks. But this is, is this the first scene where Colonial O'Neill has drops a good one-liner? He has a lot. This is a funny episode. There's lots of good jokes. Well, the sex, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll one is pretty good. Uh, it's good too. I think, oh, 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 it's because um, they're going to leave Daniel Jackson in there to interview her. What the fuck? This is a, this is a kangaroo military facility. I know. Let's just leave the non-military guy alone God, with the military prisoner. And then... They're just going to, so they're just going to leave her in there. And then she's like you with the crown of marble the crown of marble. It takes them a second <laughs> to realize what she meant. It took me a second. Oh, I knew exactly what she meant. I think it took, I took, I think it took general daddy a second. And he looked like he was like, she doesn't mean me. Does she the bald men? Look, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I'm telling all my friends that that's my now, that's my now preferred bald reference. Oh my God. I'm so that, glad because I didn't want to bring it up, but I was really hopeful. I just, oh, I want to, I want to hear it. I want to. Yeah. I hear it you got the on. crown of marble motherfucker. That's right. 
And I, if I <laughs> like me? that, my, MacGyver looks at him and she goes, she might mean you. That was funny. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so yeah. So they leave. Jackson's now alone with her. Um, and then Hammond is compromised. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, he's compromised and they leave. Daniel's in there. Uh, she, she starts doing the hypnosis eyes thing. Cause he's still a little reluctant to give her info because he's under orders to only get info and not give her info. But she blows a little more purple breath at him. And then he is like, Oh, Roz dead. I mean, we killed him. Yeah. yeah. She, cool? she keeps asking about him and, and now she's, and, and he tells her and she seems happy about it. Yeah. I think she's happy about it. Probably because Rob was both her father and her <laughs> husband. So I will say, if you're going to throw the ladies a bone, that's a pretty good one. That that Hawthor would be like good because that that was a whole fucked up thing that happened to me. Oh, there you go. She's like, sweet. Tell me more. I want all juicy details. Uh, <laughs> well, and so yeah, after he says that, she she starts thirsting over him and uh, takes off her coat. And has, you know, the the get up, you know, the uh, yep. Egyptian goddess get up. Hey, did nobody notice her hands before this? Because she has that Goa Uld, um blaster on her hands. But maybe the really long sleeves <laughs> on the coat. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, and then I don't know. Like, I, I got the impression that they're just going to, they start and they start kissing, and I guess, to start yeah. having sex or something. I don't know. No, they don't have sex yet. But no. No, no, not yet. Not yet. No, <laughs> I don't think they ever have any consensual sex. <laughs> Fair enough. She's, she's not a good, she's not a good person. <laughs> well, yeah. So we, and we, so we cut to the briefing room and, uh, and Teal gets right to the point, like the actual real point where he's like, how does she know about the Stargate? Yeah. He's the only one. Everyone else is being so weird. Yeah. And he's like, fuck these people. <laughs> yeah. um, i can't believe i've thrown in with this lot yeah uh and then but Dan daniel comes down and he he and he spills it he's like yeah she's a go old and she's been she's been imprisoned for like two thousand years like he and yeah he's straight simping for her now uh he's she's a friend of humanity he's so over the top when he's like no she's a good guy she's on our side you guys she had a falling out with raw yeah and then she and then she enters she's yeah, like you should meet her everyone loves her like can we bring her down and debrief her and carter and o'neill are like hell no we can't do that Hammond, but hammond's loving for that this is the best part of the whole show is fucking mr davis just simping his weird it's just his puppy dog faces that he does this whole episode is so fucking funny <laughs> it is and this is the episode where chain of command suddenly fucking matters yes like chain yes. of command gets brought down hard on hathor's behalf over and over again and this is the first time when they try to question hammond about bringing her into the briefing room i mean it's carter and it's just carter really she's like really O'Neill's a little bit like, what the fuck, dude? Well, and until like Hammond's like, give her a glass of water, Colonel. And so he does, she puts his hand on her breast and then, and then does her. Does well, her she puts, breath. she puts his hand on. Uh, yeah, exactly. And he doesn't like, just like walk up to her and be like, here's some water. I'm going to get. No, field. no. It's not that much written for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that realistic. 
so it's obvious, you know, so we as the audience now know, all right, well, he's compromised. And Car- so and Carter's like, you know, this is, this is, she's giving everybody like exact, just side eye. She's like, she tries to talk some sense in them. Like, yeah. And she really, she's ballsy as fuck. She really goes toe to toe with um, General Hammond. Because yeah. General Hammond's like, you know what? You're not going to be a prisoner. You're a, our ally. You're our guest. We don't even need to take any precautions with yeah. you. Like, let's, I'm going to give you a personal tour. And Carter has some shit to say about it. And all Hathor has to say to Carter is, You're an exceedingly beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. But she's and like, Carter you does too? kind of an awkward face where she's like, What the fuck? So I did like that part. Although what I want to say is it's very heteronormative. Like, I don't understand why Hawthorne is not capable of beguiling Carter. Mm, mm. Or like, you're telling me that in 1997 or 98 in the military, there were no secret. Well, there were, they need more she's, they's and gays. Mm. And you're telling me that there's no gays up in that mountain at the very least who are like, honey, I don't think so. Like you can blow that purple breath all over my hands all day. <laughs> <laughs> that you do you want do you want asserts? <laughs> and Hathor's like shit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like look at you in your bargain basement, Princess Leia Halloween costume can blow that breath all <laughs> up in somebody else's face. Meanwhile, they're like <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're, they're like, come on, Teal, let's let's go. Want to go? Do yeah, something, come on, Teal. <laughs> <laughs> I will go with you, my friend. What Wonderful. do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> let's do butt stuff in, in the iris room. <laughs> butt stuff. So they they take they take Hathor on a tour, and they show and they show her to the guest quarters, which is a fucking like suite. Like what? Like, Why is it Teal living there? <laughs> it's so know, mad. Fucking, <laughs> there's like multiple bunk beds. <laughs> there's it's bunk beds. Huge. There's a desk. There's there's like an office area. There's a mini uh, fridge. It's bleak but large. Yeah, they're like saying stuff. She keeps breathing. She keeps like yeah. giving them more of the breath. Right, because they're like, we're going to put guards outside. It's protocol. And then she breathes all over O'Neill and Hammond until they're like, guards are stupid. We don't need guards. <laughs> yeah. I hate guards. Yeah. And, and so and so they're like, well, uh, I guess have a good, you know, re- rest up. And then it's like an awkward moment as they leave because they all they all just, you know, want to stay and yeah. make yeah, her but comfortable. She, does, she only wants Daniel Jackson right. to stay. Right. And he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this is thanks. where shit gets very dark. This is where the episode should be called The Rape of Daniel Jackson. <laughs> 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 she's like, um, I, I would have loved it. I would be great if they could have just said, you know, sperm. But they just have this whole back and forth about the essence of life. I need to get the essence of life to make sure that this is where we find out by way, by the way, that all the Goa Ools are part human. Uh, well, or part, part, whatever. This is the exact quote. She says, we need the code of life from the juices of the species intended as the host. And I, I love that line. Cause it's both like clinically sterile mm-hmm. and really vulgar at the same time. 
the juices. juices of the species. And give yeah, I was like, juice. just say fucking give me your juices of life. Jackson. <laughs> and then, wow. yeah. And, and then he goes, they- oh, and he's like, oh, oh, you mean my DNA? Yeah. But then suddenly he's like, I don't know. And then she blows a mass of purple broopy breath at him. And um, she has her way with him. Yeah. He looks pretty devastated, like pretty blown apart when we see him later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, so while they're doing that, like Carter's trying to fucking get this shit sorted. She's on the, she's on the net. She's on the net. I'm doing some research on the net. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> she's talking to Dr. Frazier and, like, <laughs> and she's like, the men are all acting the fool right now. Right. And Dr. Fritz like, is oh like, my God, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It's like, they're the- <laughs> oh my God, thank you. I totally noticed. What the hell? <laughs> so, okay. Wait, yeah, yeah. And so she's researching on the net and uh, it's just nice. We get a couple of shots of the computer screen, which is just straight up like, yeah, 97 Netscape. Navigator. What I love it's though. fucking great is it takes her like five seconds to find the pertinent research. Cause she's like, I'm researching on the net. This is really Dr. Jackson's area, but I'm having to do it. Anyway, I found exactly what we need. Yeah, that would not have been that easy in 97. Yeah, she immediately found, even though Daniel Jackson was the only person to have studied, like, as he put it, cross-pollination of ancient cultures, she finds on the web immediately someone who's done. Someone else. (laughs) Someone else. Who's done a ton of research and even included nice graphics for '97 on their website? On their website, oh, or yeah. maybe maybe their MySpace page about how um, that was that predates MySpace. Anyway, about how it's one goddess, whether mm. it's Aphrodite mm-hmm. or a different one, Car. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, no. She she gets all she needs to know that, and they learn that you know she had she was the goddess of all those stuff that. Daniel talked about she had magical powers over men. They they, they would become drunken around drunk her. with her presence. And Dr. Frazier goes, Well, that's how I would describe it with our boys. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> fucking weird. Oh, it's so cringy. I don't even know how to describe it other than to be like cringe. I cringe hard all the time she said it. And then she intuits and concludes uh the exactly what's going on with the pheromone breath. Like she she oh, figures it out, just which is because Sam Carter's like, is it some kind of technology, like a go old technology that we don't know? And then Dr. Frazier does that thing people do when they pronounce words differently than you do, and she goes, "The Gould." No, she doesn't really. But I wish she did. <laughs> they, the Gould technology is probably a mix of pheromones and some sort of airborne vapors oh and she also drops sodium like a bit of sodium pentothal in there yes (laughs) yes yes i I I wish she had just said that i wish she had just said they got the vapors that would have been perfect in 1997 a little Uh, late but people would have gotten it got the vapors frazier's like well what so what should we do and carter's like we neutralize her Oh, I love that part. Oh my God. I really did love that part. Neutralize that woman. She's like, neutralizer, idiot. Let's go kill that bitch. And I really did like that. No, no, they, they didn't, they, they didn't, they didn't, uh, press hard on the, the trope of like the catty fight. I think that's even why they had Hathor be like, you're very pretty. uh, And Carter go, you also are very pretty. No need for us to fight then. 
<laughs> we're both so pretty. Because they could have gone that route easily. We're oh, like, yeah. they're like, oh, Carter's jealous, uh, yeah. you know, but they didn't. So I don't know. Points awarded? I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So Carter wastes no time and she's not fucking around. Like it, we, we cut to her, like grabbing several like M16s out of the gun mm-hmm. closet. Mm-hmm. She finds the three other women who work there <laughs> yeah, who've ne- who we haven't seen before. Right. Uh, <laughs> and she even at some point makes a comment about like, when was the last time you saw a new woman show up here to work? Yeah. yeah. Uh, even Frazier is suited up. Uh, yeah. And Frazier's like, I don't know about guys. I'm a doctor, which is dumb. Well, she's like, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. A That's few not years. how that works. Oh, no. <laughs> no, my dad was a physician's assistant in the army. That's not how that works. <laughs> you don't you don't not know how to you don't not have to qualify on your weapons training just because you're in the medical field. Well, yeah. Well, and so, yeah, they're getting ready. Car- Carter Carter's like, oh, and remember, uh, everyone, be careful not to hurt any of our men. They're all pretty loopy. <sighs> <laughs> I'd have been like, now's my chance. I sure hate Kyle. Kyle always talks down to me. Fucking Kyle. <laughs> Kyle always takes my ideas in the meetings and pretend they're pretends they're his, <laughs> even though I just said them out loud myself. Well, yeah, so they're about to head off and then Teal'c rolls in and they all fucking train their guns on him immediately. Pretty sweet. Yeah. And they're like, Mm-mm. you know, Teal'c, you know, you are, you're a dude, so we can't be trusting you. Uh, and yes, and actually, I wanted to talk because at the beginning, it, earlier in the briefing room, like, oh right, like she does her little magic on Teal. Yeah, we we see it, and and in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, all right, look, he's got like he he doesn't, you know, he's got a great immune system. He can't be hypnotized. <laughs> like he's yeah. probably immune to this, and they're gonna and that's gonna come up. And yeah, he, apparently, he yeah. is immune to her um her charms. So to my speak. here's what I wonder: is she clocked him as Jaffa? I like the way she said it, Jaffa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she still tried to pull that shit on him, but she should know that it wasn't going to work because he was somebody else. He was Apophis's Jeff. Yeah, I guess he should have. She should have known. Yeah, she should have known. She And then she would have like tried to get rid of him immediately or something like that. Yeah, she should have had him locked up. Oh, you know what we skipped over? I just want to just give a quick, like all of the times that Sam Carter raised really reasonable objections to what they were doing. And one time General Daddy actually yelled at her for being rude. He actually said, (laughs) Captain Carter, don't be rude. (laughs) uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Anyways. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, so so Teal's like, like, look, she, you know, she's the mother of all the go out world. She's going to make this base like her new nest. So we got, I can't let that happen. I got to, I want to help. Right. Which is great. If, if we didn't have Teal, we wouldn't know what was going on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they wouldn't, we would like, we, we know as the audience, but like Sam and her posse wouldn't know. Right. 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 So they, they give him a gun, which I think is the first time he's like used a gun and not a spear. Yeah, like what the fuck? Where's his like lightning stick? Yeah, so 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 they head out, uh, and then and the first they find Daniel vegged out on his bed. And he, I'm sorry, he looks like it's his 
first night in prison. He is just vacant. Catatonic. He, he, he does it like, what the fuck just happened to me? Because I feel like I definitely think what happened to him was not consensual. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he has. <laughs> he looks like he's dealing with that aftermath. And Carter gets it, right? Carter's the one. Carter's like, oh, fuck. Like, are you okay? I'll deal with this later. <laughs> like, but she does. She's like, Jesus, Daniel, are you okay? And he's just like, <laughs> she's like, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Yeah. Yeah. So they continue through the facility and they eventually find Hathor in a, in a tin tub is like, like in a football locker room, like a tub you would find in a football locker. <laughs> there's room. only one. Like, it's in the yeah, middle of the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, this is a huge room. Why can't Teal'c live here? <laughs> At least give him a tub. I um, hope he gets. To, I I hope Teal was like, "That's my bathtub, you bitch!" Like <laughs> now, it's, I'm gonna have to. Oh, I'm gonna have to have it just because it's like down. it's like boiling or something. Like I didn't know the the larva needed to be so hot. Mm. It's like steam. It's like a steam room in there. Well, yeah, yeah. We we can hear some like chitterings of yeah. like some baby. We haven't. We don't see him yet. But yeah, we we pretty much know what's going on. She's had she's done something with Daniel and gotten his DNA, and she's she's just sitting Her there. Her hatching tank. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, the women come in and they're like they're ready to rock. And then and then I wrote <laughs> then I wrote down Hathor brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> uh, because they all roll. My in. Egyptian brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, My goat old base brings all the boys to the yard. Uh. <laughs> well, what's funny is Carter. What made me mad in the scene was Carter had a shot. She came to neutralize Hathor, and she walked in, and she had a shot. And she was just like, why are you in a hot tub? <laughs> and in the time it took her to wonder, why are you in a hot tub? Um. All the boys come to the yard and, yeah, and they sur- put surround, the wind- surround the tub mm-hmm. and put them in lockup all together, though, conveniently not separate. Hawthorne's not good at this. Let's be honest. She's not great <laughs> at it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they lock up all, all the all the women together. Um, she doesn't even know how to seduce women. I mean, come on. <laughs> and and I find and then we have just a quick little scene of a little convo about the women. They talk about being women in the military for just like a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh my god, what was the thing that Doctor Foster, not Doctor Foster, Doctor Frazier's husband or ex husband said to her? Like, oh, I didn't write it down. Something about it's something a boys like, club or you something. You're gonna get into that this man's army. Yeah, like she, yeah. like apparently he's a hick as well. The way she <laughs> portrayed him. Yeah. Um, and Carter's like, he said that to you? Gross. And I'm like, this is a pretty good conversation, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and Carter says something about like, I, I never know if I can fit into this into the boys club. I always feel like I'm going to be the girl or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because as we've seen on previous missions, this is the case. Well, yeah. I mean, the entire contingent of women soldiers are in this room and it's barely filled. Yeah, there's like four or five of them. Yeah. Anyway, Doctor, this is where Doctor Fraser comes up with with the notion that <laughs> Hathor is making the men libidinous. Libidinous. <laughs> and Carter's like, yuck! I don't yuck. And yeah. Doctor Fraser's like, well, do you want to get out of here? Yeah. And what's really, and then the scene, I, the scene gets pretty gross 
because there's two airmen guarding them and they lure them in by saying, I mean, it looks like the start of a porn video. And like, even Carter says like, why do I feel like I'm in a women behind bars video? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, which I liked that comment. And then Dr. Frazier is like <laughs> the one airman's like, what do you have in mind? And she's like, whatever you want. And she actually locks lips with him. Oh, okay. Look, this is my favorite part of the episode. All right. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, there are five women in here very alone. And he's like, hey, hey, but yeah, so they open the door. There's just two guards and they both, and one goes to Frazier, one goes to Carter. And yeah, and just Frazier just goes right in and just starts making out with the dude for just a little bit, just like, just a yeah. little bit. But Samantha beats the shit out of hers when he gets within a foot of yeah, her. Like <laughs> she like to elbow to the fucking face. <laughs> she clocks that guy. It was amazing. She's like, I'm not going to kiss you first. And then, and then she beats the shit out of the one that's on Frazier. Frazier. I feel like Frazier was like, oh, shucks. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I thought we were going to play this out a yeah, little yeah, bit. No, yeah. She was getting a little sugar. I mentioned my before knocking them right? unconscious. She was like, because I mean, he was cute. And she's like, I mentioned my ex-husband, right? Yeah. She's like, it's been a while. You know, I, whatever. I spent a lot of time in this mountain. <laughs> so good. So funny. <laughs> and like one of the women is like, one of the other women is like taking off her uniform jacket. So she's yeah, just wearing yeah, her I, I was like, are they going to start undressing? Like what? They do. <laughs> She really helps sell it. I feel like she gets a supporting role award. So they're free again. They go free. They go in free towel. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, we got to go. Uh, meanwhile, while this is happening, O'Neill is oh, now in Hathaway. the Hathers. worst thing. The second worst thing to happen to men in this episode. Yeah. So, so they're there and she, and she's, she's, she's all over him. Uh, and he's like, Bleh. and, and then she hugs him and she, parent, she has like a little glowing button on her, on her dress. At her abdomen. Okay. Can I tell you at this moment when she's like, I love you and you're going to be rewarded and come here. I was like, because when she had sex with having sex with Daniel, she was saying how pleasurable she finds human sex. And then when they, I was, I didn't realize what was happening at first. I was like, oh my God, it's just, is this how she thinks humans have sex? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, (laughs) it is less messy. So anyway, that's just a strong hug. Yeah. A strong hug with Belly a glowing rub. orb in the middle. Um, but yeah, so yeah. yeah, she hugs him and yeah, it, it glows and he seems to be in pain or something. And, and he seems really weak and depleted. Uh, so yeah, he pulls away and, and then, and she's like, you'll be my first Jaffa. And he looks down and he's got the cross cut on his belly, which huge body horror and the worst person to give it to right the person who's always like gross 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 gross. (laughs) it's pretty horrible it's a huge huge assault it's a huge violation right well yeah okay so we cut back to carter and teal and uh they get back to the tub room which is now full of like very small go out wool crustaceans like really full like i felt like there were some in there before but now it is like teeming with them like where'd all the water go yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just like writhing around each other i did think i did i did have the the thought i was like oh great you know once this episode's over they're finally gonna they have like a boatloads to research they've been looking for this for <gasps> a bit and i'm like this is that's good thinking but short-lived as we'll find out 
But they are also Daniel Jackson. So. <laughs> uh, well, O'Neill's on the floor unconscious in the tub room. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and then, and then there's like this really, and there's this really sweet reveal. Actually, it's a really cool shot of Hathor emerging from the tub. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where they did the backwards. They had her uh, because she comes, she emerges from the tub, but she's dry. That's one of those backward shots where they filmed it in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. And so you see her hair first, like her hair comes yeah. up and then, and then she pops out. No. Yeah. It's really sweet. And she's, she's had a costume change underwater because now <laughs> she's wearing like a gold gladiator skirt. It's much cuter. There we go. Um, but yeah, she, she grabs O'Neill and puts him into the tub and she's like, you know, a baby's going to, the strongest one's going to get in there. So just hang tight. Yeah. So just enjoy Enjoy. I'm going to impregnate you now with the strong. It's basically like you are a, you are an egg in a fallopian mm-hmm. tube waiting to go into the womb. And the strongest one of these little Daniels in my sperm is going to find its way into your abdomen. It's so gross. Yeah. Well, and Carter and Teal are just sitting there watching. Like they're not stopping it at all. They're just like watching this. Happen. Oh, I know. She, she, they let, they let, they, I'm yes. like, how quickly is it going to happen? Like you got to get in there. Like, but what I thought was good because I was just thinking of episodes where they've let Carter be <laughs> and women be in danger and just been like, well, we should wait a second. So I was like, yeah, you guys should let this play out too. Yeah. Um, well, so Hathor, Hathor leaves and, and that and that's when they go and grab O'Neill. They take him out of the tub. He's super weak. They lay him down and fucking, and fucking Dr. Frazier is like, like Baller, get out of the way. She is. She is a tough puts bitch. her hand right into his oh, man womb. Oh. And I guess that yeah, did, I'm like, oh man, did it already get in there? But like she's she's checking and yeah, uh there there's no there's no there's none. So he's good that regard. Yeah. But apparently just that the act of getting of hugging Hathor, now he has no immune system, apparently. Yeah, because now he's ready to be impregnated, I, I guess. I don't know how that works. Yeah, because I because who hugged Teal's kid in that episode? Mm, mm, Nobody. Mm. He just already had that. Not opening. even Teal. He didn't even hug his own kid. Yeah. Nope. So that's, I guess, fine. <laughs> We're fine. Uh, we have, but there, but then Teal has an eye. He's like, look, the sarcophagus is here. That's a, it's a healing. Yeah. It's a oh yeah. We forgot forgot to mention that like uh, there's a there's a bit of an exchange earlier where they talk about how the sarcophagus is the same one is in the movie. It's a there's, it's a, there's a very big deal actually in the movie. You'll, you'll see. Yeah. yeah you'll, Someday. Yeah. Uh, so Maybe. they, we'll they roll see. over there to the sarcophagus and put O'Neill in there. So they take him in, the, but, th- but then like, I, then I had another thought. I was like, well, sweet. Now they have the sarcophagus. Teal is saved. I know. I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, but of course they didn't even give us the mo- a chance. They, they deprived us, deprived us of the scene of there even being a dilemma. Of whether right. or not it's worth him not having the embryo or whatever, because then he would not be quite as indestructible. Right. And so they didn't, they deprived us of the debate of the, of his internal, even in the team and like how much agency does he have on earth? All of that is really interesting stuff. And there's none of it because um, almost immediately they 
to, she comes in and blows up her own sarcophagus, which is weird. <laughs> well, yeah, some men come in, they, then they're shooting, they shoot Fraser, they shoot Teal'c, uh, and then Hathor mm-hmm. comes in and is trying to, and O'Neill emerges from the sarcophagus. And she's like, don't shoot our first Jaffa. Yeah. And Jaffa. But then she shoots. <laughs> Right. Because then he's like, he's like, what's going on? Where have I been? And she realizes he's been healed already. Uh, but she's like, oh, well, fuck yeah. you. So yeah, she obliterates it and they, they get out just in time for it explodes. Mm-hmm. And then they go back in to see the charred remains. Uh, and then Carter, uh, she's like, O'Neill, I got to check something out real quick. And, he, and she like starts on buttoning his shirt and he's like, uh, what? what's going on? Yeah. And then she goes miraculous and he goes crunches. crunches. Yeah. I like that. Line. That was fun. I mean, he's, and to be fair, he had okay abs. <laughs> Not miraculous abs. I mean, pretty trim. Sure. sure. I that. mean, he's like, what, 50 or something like that? 40 something? I don't know. Well, so, yeah. So we cut we cut to Hathor and her boys. And, you know, Jackson's right there. He's, he's just, he's gone. He's simping hardcore. It's over. I know. He's just like, like so goo-goo-eyed over yeah. her. And like. And his disgusting offspring. Oh, 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 we forgot about this other part too. Damn. The first part where the women are going around and have the guns and yeah. there's, and there's this weird, funny little, just like Russian doll shot where like they're walking a man, a man comes and is like, don't move. And then from behind he gets hit in the head and then, and oh, then, and then yeah. Hammond does the exact same thing and they frame it in the, the shot in the exact same way. He's like, and then car and yeah. And then Carter hits him over the head and she's like, and she goes, there goes my career. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, was- I'm sorry. I stole that from you. Oh, say no, it, no. You say it. <laughs> no, it's fine. And I was like, dum dum. It's from behind. You are such a goody two shoes. You're going to put in your report that it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he, he couldn't he couldn't have known all right well so anyway carter o'neill they get tranquilizer guns right and what makes what really sucks is she's like well i don't there's nothing we can do because we can't shoot our own people and o'neill's like well yeah idiot we'll get tranquilizer guns and she's like well i looked for them obviously we don't have any and he goes well at first then he talks about excess spending in the u.s military yeah. which is sort of weird and then he says yeah, there's a whole mess of tranquilizer guns. We keep them in this other room. And she's like, would be great if someone had told me. And I'm like, it would be great if someone had told her because she's on on SG (laughs) one. Well, and then and then to completely miss the point, O'Neill responds, your American tax dollars at work. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) It was nonsensical. It's like, that's not her point. That was not the point that she was trying to make here, O'Neill. I would like to think that the writers of the show were being sophisticated enough to be like, he doesn't even understand what's happening still. But I think that it was just bad writing. But I I interpret it as, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, he's still not understanding. Anyways, like his, uh, on on the Stargate SG-1 team, she is second in command because she's the only other fucking person on the team, even in the service. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to think that SG-1 is is an arbitrary number, really. It doesn't really signify any tier system. You know what I mean, I think it's and like I think we brought this up in another episode that it's sort of like, OK, let's just make SG-1. We'll put yeah, these yeah. people you guys on are it. SG-1. They will feel special. Yeah, you, guys are the, you guys are the first. You're the pioneers. Yeah. No, you're you are the team we take the most seriously. <laughs> we put Daniel Jackson on your team. 
Yeah. And I mean, that's why like, you don't actually have to follow the chain of command unless, um, general daddy's under the spell of Hathor. <laughs> so they got the tranquilizer guns and yeah, they, they, they get back to the, the tub room and yeah, they shoot, they shoot all the boys and then, Oh, and, and when they get back right before they shoot all the boar, the boys, Hathor is like, we're going to find, oh. um, Carter because, um, <laughs> She's going to pay with her life. And Daniel's like, my love, my queen, my everything. I just want to say that, like, maybe you could have some mercy on her because she's so she doesn't ignorant. Know what she's doing. And um, she's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> and Daniel's probably like, oh, okay. Yeah. And Daniel Whatever just, just shuts the fuck up after that. He's like, oh, okay. I mean, I did my, I did. I don't know what else. I did everything I could do. And then, and then they shoot them all with tranquilizer darts and Carter's like, I don't fucking think so. How about not? Yeah. Well, they have a little, yeah, they have a little, they have a little firefight. Hathor shoots Carter with, with her hand thing. And I'm like, oh fuck. Cause that's usually and deadly. It, it looks like she is out. Yeah. It looks like she's down for the count. And then O'Neill is losing the firefight, but then Carter is you know one brassy bitch and she like stands up with her handgun and she shoots hawthor right in the motherfucking head yeah it looks like it's right in the head times yeah but she lives i don't get it well well we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that yeah well she but we can see her we can see her in the background of this scene walking away (laughs) but they do they do set on fire somehow this sets on fire all the babies yeah 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 see yeah Hathor goes, she gets shot in the fucking head, goes under the water. The water catches on fire and, and all the babies are dying. Jackson's pissed. And Daniel's like, yeah. And then, but see, him. but then, yeah, like what you're saying, this is the weirdest just shot. It's the weirdest framing of the shot. It's a wide shot. And it's mostly like Jackson's in the focal point of the frame, like staring longingly at the burning tub. Well, what's weird is when the scene starts, he's to her left. And then in his like, no, he's like what crab walked to be like dead in front of the tank. So that's weird continuity. And then in the background of the steam and the smoke, you can see her walking away. You can see her get out of the tub. It's so weird. It's such a weird shot it, it's yeah i'm like we're, did they not want to like did they want to if they wanted to make it a secret why didn't they just not do that shot like I, it's so wild sense. um well anyway yeah so uh so the gang is like back at like the mission control and and the gate is activated and then they open up the blast doors and see that hathor is there at the gate and she gets away she goes to chulak right and then sam carter is like should we go to chulak and O'Neill is like, not right now. What does he have? No. Tickets to a baseball yeah, I gotta, game? Got a thing. What the fuck? Yeah. Later. I have plans tonight. I, I'm secretly on a bowling. <laughs> it's the only thing I take teal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> teal could probably be a great bowler. I know. I was thinking the same thing, but it's like perfect, like three hundreds all the way. Well, yeah. Well, and then Jackson comes too, and and yeah, and they and they all. Like Carter's like just talking, just talking a bit about what's happened, and none of them have any fucking clue. They have no idea. They have some sort of memory erasure. Oh, so like here, finally, like the women save the day, right? And because they're super capable, and then 
Um, <laughs> none of the men even remember that it happened. It's it's exactly a metaphor for being in a fucking meeting, <laughs> sitting around a board ta- a boardroom table with men, and you make an idea statement, and then a man repeats it, and the only people in the room who even notice what just happened are women, and that's amazing. So that's a frustrating part of life, but it's a good metaphor for that. Well, I mean, this whole episode is kind of a metaphor, right? Like, yeah, but then Hammond apparently remembers it because Hammond comes up. Carter. Well, I think, well, I, I think they might, they might, she might've explained it to all of them off screen. Oh, she probably wrote up like a really nerdy report. <laughs> cause, cause yeah. Cause they're taught, cause they're, they're in the tub, like scraping off like some residue go out old goo. And they're going to run it for DNA testing. And Daniel Jackson is standing there. And probably my favorite part of the whole episode, he goes, it'll mostly yeah, be it'll mine, be I think. <laughs> and Dan, and then Colonel O'Neill goes, you <laughs> really? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he was raped and you were raped in a fashion too. Stop being such an asshole. <laughs> Um, oh but yeah, but then, yeah, as you say, Hammond, uh, talks, but he's like, he's like, I want to, you know, put, comes up to Frazier and Carter. put you in a, co- get a commendation medal or something like that. I want to put my word in. And then the other, and then the other men are just do like a sheepish, like nice, nice job. Nice job, ladies. Yeah. Good job. The end's here. <laughs> and then the, uh, and then the show and then the episode ends and that's it. There we go. By the way, uh, in the 90s, when my dad was in the army, um, you know, and he, we lived on post and like people who were in the army came to our house that worked with him. Um, being lesbian wasn't a secret if you were a lesbian. Mm. Just saying like this erasure, the erasure in this episode, this episode, the whole premise of this episode only works if everybody in the world is a cis heterosexual person. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so let's move on. Uh, well, on, in on that note, were you, uh, uh, were, uh, Sarah, were you comforted by this episode? Um, I yeah. I mean, all the pandering really worked on me. Um, as a cis, uh, I, as a most well, as a mostly cis, mostly heterosexual white woman, I. I think that this episode, even though it problematically tries to do it, it's so heavy handed with the pandering towards women. It's so unusual to see something like this that's pandering toward women that I loved it. <laughs> like, please. Oh, my God. These crumbs. So yummy. Yum, yum, yum. And so I was comforted as fuck, even though I've, I've seen it now like four or five times. <laughs> Mostly today. Mm. Because, because, because these some of these male characters I think are idiots were all presented as fucking idiots, and the one male character I don't think sucks ass completely, although he did get violent with his with his wife, is Teal, and he wasn't an idiot. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nice. But yeah, there was like very centered about around the women's experience. I just wish it weren't probably a one off. Mm. How about you? Were you comforted? Uh, yes, I was comforted. You know, well, you know, I, I thought it was nice to see Carter like in control, you know, of an episode. Yeah. Large and Carter centric. Um, yeah. Finally. And, uh, and I'll always take more Dr. Frazier. 
and she yeah, she was yeah. she was big in it too. And also, you know, and also I like the world building episodes and the mythos building, and this is one of those. Mm-hmm. So uh, I appreciate that's true. That. And it looks like there's there's going to be more to come because at the end, you know, she's at she's on Shulak. Yeah. And we're not sure entirely if she's friend or foe. Mm-hmm. She's go old, so go old's gonna go old. But we don't know what that means. But she that. also finds humans, the, the, you know, the more pleasurable species to right. belly and rub. She's with. an enemy. <laughs> she considers herself an enemy of Apophis and everything Apophis stands for. So we'll see. So I don't know what that means. So, well, so that's intriguing. At least it's a bit in- intriguing. Hey, Tori, if you, I want to do a part of the show we call yeah, meh, or neh. I'm curious in any order, pick whichever one first. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Give give me one of those. Uh, uh, Well, yeah. So my yeah, who who I would like to be in this episode, um, it's it's definitely a tie. Because Carter, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty default. Uh, and she kicks ass mm-hmm. in this episode, but I also have to double that with Dr. Frazier because she does a lot of ballsy shit in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she, you know, she drops her doctor gear to put on some fatigues. You know, she doesn't hesitate to put her hand into O'Neill's stomach. She, she, she makes out with the dude before clocking him. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just ballsy. So, uh, I got to hand it, got to hand it to her. Uh, very well my played. my ne who I would not like to be um I mean I guess all the men <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. although but Jackson well, Jackson in particular because <laughs> as we pointed out he does the, the the he makes the decision that makes the whole rest of the episode even a thing and this is pre roofie breath so right. and then he gets sexually assaulted yeah Boy, I mean, I will tell you, I'm going to move the other direction. My name is also Daniel Jackson for those mostly because he's, I think he gets raped, but yeah, also because this is all his fault. And then that so now it sounds like I'm blaming him for his own rape, but I don't mean to. <laughs> That's like not what I mean. Fair enough. I would say so. And then I'm going to skip to my yay, mm-hmm. which I'm going to tell you. Until like three seconds ago, I thought it was going to be Sam Carter until I realized it could be Hathor. Oh, shit. Okay. And, you know, that's a pretty gross thing for me to say. I would say if I were Hathor, I wouldn't like rape anybody because that's rude and nasty and horrific. But that bitch can do whatever she wants. <laughs> and she's an Irish Egyptian. It's crazy. and uh no fuck it's ruined by the rapey now so i'm gonna pick carter so i'm gonna make hathor my meh i got you cool uh my my meh is this just uh the archaeologist at the beginning you know (laughs) the ones who get killed just like well you know they're not doing their job if they had done their jobs right maybe they could have avoided such things but whatever but meh means you'd be like, I guess. Oh, <laughs> just. I mean, I picked a rapist and you picked people who died really fast. Okay. Well, we're doing very, the pandemic is really working. It's mental magic on us, I guess. 
Um, all right. Well, there you go. Oh, is, is it time for me to tell to be prepared, which I'm not, but to get prepared in near seconds? Uh, yeah, yeah. Get, get about- prepared. We're going to be doing next week the uh, one episode 14. That's right. It is called Singularity. Oh, this is a longer than usual description. Okay. On an astronomical black hole observation mission, SG-1 finds a fatal bacterial mass epidemic on a planet where the natives told then-incredulous Daniel months ago the coming solar eclipse would bring disaster. They also take home to the Cheyenne Mountain base a surviving, fairly healthy orphaned young girl who is named Cassandra and awakes Sam's maternal instinct. But wait, the Naquada traces, the, Na- the Naquada traces, the Naquada traces found in her blood turn out to have made her immune. But after she has a seizure, and is di- they're diagnosed to constitute a huge bomb, somehow triggered by rescuing her. The whole thing must be planned as a Trojan horse by the Goa Uld. There were no good summaries. Jesus Christ. This is a, this is a banger. Are, this, is, this is dense. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know. remember this episode He's, from your binging? Yeah, that's oh. the one earlier when I was okay. like, when I was like, the last time they made... A Sam Sotrick episode, they made her be like someone's mommy. So apparently they follow up her being a yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so- the next her episode. God, <laughs> mother fucking damn it. Oh, shit. Ask me already if I'm comforted by the fact I have to watch this next episode. No! <laughs> the answer is no. Um, all right, well, let's get, let's get some words from our uh, uh, quote-unquote sponsors. Advertisement, advertisement, advertisement. And we'll be back now because <laughs> we don't have any yet. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, right. if you stayed around to hear our advertisements, you get to hear a segment of the show we call Get to Know. Your host. Because we don't do one of those intros where we waste your time bantering. So I got a question mm-hmm. using the talking points card game for couples. Mm-hmm. Tori, mm-hmm. what is one thing I've done this week that has made your life better? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, well, uh, I mean, I guess... <laughs> Hey, we're not actually a couple, so this is a Sh- tough one. Showing up to do this podcast today? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll we say, we've started I've a pattern. Better- we have a pattern going, you know. That's true. It makes me feel like we've accomplished something. I've got a better one for oh, you. Okay. Is I sent you a Marco Polo because I think this is within the last week. I was having a little mental meltdown and I sent you a little Marco Polo. And um, then I sent you one that said, never mind, I'm overreacting. I feel so silly. And you Marco pulled me back to say I was just about to get on here and tell you that. And that made me feel good. <laughs> just even having you 
to Marco Polo, mm. my weird social angst to make is helpful. Any, any, any time, any time. Thank you. I appreciate it. And back at you, although you don't seem to need it quite as much. <laughs> Something else that you need, though, let me know. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks, listeners. If you want to, uh, we have a lot of different ways to listen. The website is theseventhsymbol.com, and podcast is also available on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and coming soon to other listening services as well. So we would love it if you'd give us five stars at your podcatcher of choice. But if you have something terrible to say, do this instead. It's sort of like that thing where you get a product from Amazon and they're like, oh, do you hate this? Call us, please. Yeah, yeah, Not, yeah, don't, don't tell Amazon don't that online. we're doing a bad job. <laughs> That's what we want to do. Um, our phone number is area code 425 610-6554. Our email address, verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Well, uh, thanks everybody for, for uh, listening. And I guess, yeah, we, uh, thanks for hanging out at the Vertical Watering Hole. And I guess we will, we, we will see you next, see week. You next, see you next, next week. <laughs> Cooley High Harmony? Yeah, there you go. That's a send off. <laughs> okay. That's a send off. We're bringing it back. Right. No, we're making, we're creating it. We're starting it now. Mm -hmm. It's never been a part no, of anything no. else. Right, bye. Bye.